Hello and welcome to my podcast called Innovation. Innovation was inspired by my previous podcast, Silence, where over the course of two years, I spoke with a total of 100 women from science, technology, engineering and mathematics, or STEM. I kept all of those guests anonymous so that they could talk openly and honestly about their lives and we discussed their experiences, what they've learned along their life journeys and their hopes and ideas for living fulfilling and contented lives. Because their identities were always kept safe, the conversations on silence were always so raw and transparent and we didn't just talk about being women in STEM but about everything. The topics that tended to come up are also the topics that people ask me about after I've given a talk in a school or college, or topics that I discuss with my friends and family in private. So I thought rather than keeping it amongst closed small circles, how about throwing these issues out into the world so that we can all reflect upon them? So what I've done is sift through all the episodes of Silence to bring you my favourite soundbites on certain topics. Each week on Innovation, I'll be reflecting on the perspectives that came up on Silence that I feel are actually pearls of wisdom that I found particularly provoking, inspiring and empowering in the hope that they resonate with you too. This week is all about passion. So what exactly do I mean by passion? Because obviously the word passion is so overly used these days. And I guess for me, the word passion is really about what drives us. You know, what are we passionate about? Where are our passions? Um, For me, it's about where I spend a lot of my time and my energy and thinking about, you know, passions for me are really what makes me tick, you know, what I spend a lot of time on, what I love researching about and learning more about. And I guess when I was younger, people would say, what are you passionate about? And that question always used to stress me out because... I just had an interest in so many different things. Like I, I, I was like a sponge when I was younger. Like I just wanted to learn about everything, almost to try and rule stuff out. You know, I was doing ballet at the same time as doing engineering, and you know, it was just I had so many contradictory interests, and so I guess I was passionate about a lot of things, and. It's only as I've got older that I've really started to sort of run out of time in my day. And I guess also, you know, we're all running out of time generally. And so it got to a point where I wanted to spend more time on some things rather than other things. And, you know, now I know what I'm passionate about. You know, I'm passionate about science and tech and... um female empowerment and things like that um and so the other interest that I had maybe in learning how to paint or going to plays or spending time on poetry I do less because I'm less passionate about it but that doesn't mean that I don't love those things but I guess passions really for me started to become obvious the older I got because I started to sort of laser focus my interests and now with a whole lot of experiences under my belt like I I definitely know what I'm more passionate about today 
than when I was younger. But I think when we're young, we can really sort of get familiar with what our passions are by just exploring a whole load of different contradictory things. And that's okay. Um, You know, some people are much more left brain inclined other people are more right brain so you're either more logical or you're more artistic and then there are some people that are kind of in the middle where they love rationalization as well as the arts and so I think you know that's why this is a subject that comes up on innovation because you might be a bit of both and It's the same with the whole masculine, feminine energies thing. You know, are you more masculine? Are you more feminine? Sometimes we just don't know. Sometimes it's really, really obvious. And I think the reason why it comes up on innovation as a topic is because it is about turning inwards and really getting to know yourself, spending time with yourself, um, listening to yourself, um, being self-aware and getting to observe who you are as a person. And I don't just mean that in a self-centered way. I think we can spend a lot of time with ourselves, but still care for other people and still be of service to other people. Whilst at the same time getting to know ourselves, I think that's also a fine balance that we need to strike. But a lot of people don't do this self-reflective work because they think it's very self-centered and selfish. But I actually think it's time really well spent because it's a bit like that analogy of put your own oxygen mask on first before helping others. I think if you really have a strong sense of who you are and you know what you like and you don't like, it means you can be a better human being for other people. I don't know what an example of that would be, but let me try and think of one. Um, You know, if you know that you really enjoy watercolour painting um, and you really explore that and you learn or you want to learn about it and then there's someone that wants to get into watercolour painting but they're not sure if they want to go into acrylic or oil painting um, because you've spent time researching it yourself because that's what you're passionate about you can help other people to help themselves make their own choices So I think it is really important to get to know yourself and get to know what your passions are. And I think it's important to be aware that these things take time. Getting to know yourself does take time and that's okay. And you might reach a whole bunch of dead ends and, you know, be going down a wrong path. But going down a wrong path also educates you as well. So I think... Getting to know what you're passionate about is a really worthwhile journey. So I think the first step on this path of getting to know your passions is about deciding to follow your passions, deciding to follow your heart, as my guest from episode 55 alludes to. But, you know, I just kind of decided to follow my passion instead of uh, following uh, what the society thinks that I should be doing. And I think that went well for me. I think the reason why I make such a point of this is because so many people do things because they're meant to or should do or expected to. And it can really send us down wrong avenues. But I think following your passions 
is a way of staying very close to your own truth and what feels right for you. And when you do what feels right for you and you're trying to do the right thing, I think really that can only lead to success. As my guest from episode 55 goes on to say. I think it's it goes back to passion. It goes back to passion yeah. and doing something, uh, doing something not just because it looks good on the CV, but doing it because you truly believe in it. Mm, yeah. Like how you are doing silence, like, you know, waking up at, you know, being in the office at half past seven in the morning, <laughs> just so that we could talk today. Yeah. I think this is, this is passion driven. Mm. This is completely passion driven. And, and once we, once we drive our actions by passion, which is in turn, which is in turn driven by our values, I think that we are set to go a very long way. Yeah. But if we are if we are driving our our actions by uh, superficial uh, stuff like just you know so that I could have one more line to add on my CV, then it's just not going to go so far, and I think uh, we are just going to be called out on on our on on this um on on this uh, sooner or later. Sometimes I think passions can really be very confusing I mean you know following your heart and doing what you love can actually get you into a whole load of trouble I mean sometimes we think that we're passionate about something but actually it turns out to be lust or um, laziness or trying to take the easy way out or um, getting caught up in the wrong crowds or pursuits and you know, so you've got to be really careful about following your passions. And that's why I think in some ways it is really important to check in with people and just hear other people's experiences. Because if you think you're following a passion, you might not actually be. And so it's good to speak to someone you trust and someone who knows you really well to try and get advice on that. And not necessarily kill your passion, but just be smart about it because human nature can sometimes be misleading um, and following our passion in that regard can actually steer us in the wrong directions. And that's what my guest from episode two from Silence alludes to. And I am really conscious that there have been women all along the way who have, for whatever, I would say for whatever reason, their passion for science simply outweighed the discomfort with being an outsider and the, the cost of pursuing that career. And now I think we may be facing other kinds of challenges where the messages to women are, you can have it all, you can have a family, you can, you know, you can, you can do all this. And we're sort of hiding the fact that there are concessions no matter what. We can't, no one can have it all. There's always a cost. I think we do have to be really careful that just because we're passionate about something, it doesn't always mean that it works out. And I love the fact that my guest from episode two talks about the discomfort outweighing the sort of payback, if you know what I mean, in the sense that, you know, sometimes following our passions can be really painful or really uncomfortable or really, really tough. Um, if you're passionate about climbing a mountain and you've got to deal with the weather and the cold and the challenge of physical challenge of climbing that mountain, just because you're passionate about it, you will get through those challenges. 
And often people who are passionate are able to really keep pushing themselves. And that's when you know that you're following a passion because you are able to keep going in the face of adversity. And you have to be really careful that passion is not being mistaken for self-will or ego or, you know, some other not so positive motivations not such wholesome drives if you know what I mean and uh, but you know some drives some ambitions we people can feel really passionate about and that's okay you know it may lead to an accident or it may lead to something not so great but that doesn't mean that you didn't have passion about it and you know sometimes it doesn't work out but if you are following your passions I think there isn't actually anything else you can do. You're just following your heart. And so passions don't always work out well, but I still think that people are really stuck between a rock and a hard place if they're not following their passions. Um, Because life is already short enough and to be following something that you're not passionate about would be such a shame so hard work really does come into it and I don't think anyone that's passionate about things would ever want to sort of deny themselves of pushing themselves Um, passion gives you that rocket fuel to keep going uh, no matter how hard it gets And that together with the humility of talking to people about your passions, I think is one formula for success, as my guest from episode three talks about. Trying to find a mentor who can really tell you about your field, who has experience in the field and can provide you guidance as well as encouragement and can be realistic with you and say, you know, you can do this and this is the direction I see you being successful in. Um, And just working hard, like people admire people who are hard workers and who want to learn more about the field and want to um, grow and succeed and they will help you, but you really have to find out what you're passionate about. And I've mentioned this before, but your passion really shows in your work, whether it's through your enthusiasm and your desire to learn. And that really results in like colleagues taking the time and making the effort to help you continue to grow in your field or telling you about an opportunity or encouraging you to take part in something. And I, I feel like, you know, sometimes people have limitations, but sometimes they're in their head. Like you've got to believe you can and you, and that you will, like there are no limitations really, unless you put them on yourself generally. Um, I think some people are really lucky because they find their passions early and, you know, they know from a young age what they want to do. That was certainly not my story. I really took a long time to figure out what it was that I was passionate about and that's because I put other people's opinions way before my own and I was one of these people that really wanted to do the right thing and so I was always listening to my elders and I don't regret that at all it was actually a really good thing that I did listen to grown-ups because they had the experience to know that sometimes following our passions um And putting our passions before, say, sensible things like education is a really bad idea. And so I'm really glad that I was 
a dutiful student and that I really worked hard to get an education and things like that. But as a result of being really one track minded on getting my qualifications and things, it did mean that I had to put my passions to one side. And that's why I think it's taken much longer for me to realise my passions. But that's certainly not the case of some of my guests from Silence, particularly from episode 41. I realised my passion for science so early on. Mm. Like back then there wasn't anyone like telling me like, oh no, because it was just like me and my parents. And so that kind of allowed me to pursue science for a really long time. And then when you do that, you end up getting pretty good at it. And so by the time I came into high school, like, no one really doubted me or told me like, oh, you can't do this because you're a girl. Like they kind of already knew that like, oh, this is the girl who's really interested in science. Um, But I feel like for other people who may not have realized their passion that early, that's when the roadblocks start where they go, oh, look, like if you want to be a girl in this, you have to be someone who's like already done so much or already like realized and studied. And so whereas like a guy might just think, oh, like this seems like a cool opportunity, like I'll take Mm -hmm. it. So I think that that sort of difference where if you don't realize your passion that early, you end up facing more like doubt and that sort of stuff. I really found that guest from episode 41 so inspiring because she was so young, yet she had won a really amazing science prize as a result of following her passions. And so I went on to ask her what she defines as passion because... At her age, I just had no clue about what being passionate about something felt like. And this was her answer. The passion is when you like, if you, if when you do it, it doesn't feel like work. And that like, oh, like when I do research, it's not like, oh gosh, like I have to be in the lab from nine to five today. It's like, oh, like I get to do like X, Y, Z today. And that's so cool. Um, And so I think that like passion is what like allows you to enjoy what you're doing and so I think yeah I think if people find that like working in a lab environment like really is fun for them then they probably have a passion for science Mm. Um, I couldn't agree more with my guest from episode 41 and you know passion really is about enjoying what you're doing and that's not to say that times won't get hard and you won't come across issues and problems but generally you just enjoy the time you spend doing something that you're passionate about and what I found in following your passions is that it gives you such great focus and you end up um, seeing your passions through a much bigger perspective like rather than being driven by your ego and oh I hope I get more followers doing this or I hope I make loads of money doing that by following your passion you're actually caring about doing something meaningful and helping lots of people and the bigger picture of how what you're doing fits into society and the world and this is something that my guest from episode 39 talks about I think once passion is involved, you we, we look at things a bit differently. And that's why we, have, we can have more belief in what we do, I guess. I absolutely couldn't agree more about trying to follow your passion and devote your life to that passion. But I think also we have to be really careful that we don't get too 
isolated because I think sometimes when we follow our passion it can make us quite introverted and quite reclusive because we found something we absolutely adore and we don't want anybody to interfere with that. I think it's really important to stay open then. So when you have found your passion, you know, look up people who have a similar passion, look up like-minded people, people who are similar to you in the passion that you share and see those people as role models or mentors. Role models and mentors don't always have to be senior to you they can just be people that share the same interests and can offer advice and suggestions so that you don't fall into the same pitfalls that other people with your interests fell into and we go back to my guest from episode three because she's so big on mentors and allowing people to encourage and support you along your journey of following your passions. So this from episode three. It's definitely been my experience that when you follow your passion, it really attracts people because people are so keen to share in your enthusiasm about something. It can be very attractive and very energizing to see someone functioning from their passions Um, and I think all the most successful artists and scientists and technologists who are most engaging are those that really had a passion for something because it's almost like they've got this kind of superhuman Um, access to something you know when I've been reading about Isaac Newton recently um, because he wrote one of his most famous books about mathematics um, after the Black Death um, plague that actually made him sort of stay in lockdown for some time Um, and as a result, a lot of the pondering and the thinking that he had been doing over mathematics ended up in a book that he had written. And and I really think that he attracted the ability to consolidate all his mathematical thoughts into one amazing book that changed the course of mathematics and science because he was really passionate about it. So yeah, follow what it is that you're deeply interested in and passionate about and you can't go wrong this from episode 44 and if you find what you love and you're fortunate enough to find it yeah really you just you know you have the energy and the passion uh, to do almost impossible things you know things that even you yourself wouldn't think was possible to do yeah and i'm i just count myself very lucky that i I found something that I really loved doing. And so it didn't feel like work. It didn't feel, you know, like onerous that I was spending so many hours. I just I just enjoyed that. really genuinely enjoyed it. And even now, after so many years, I look back on it very fondly. And also today, you know, I got an email from someone today saying, don't you ever sleep. <laughs> Gosh, you know, When I was putting together the clips for this particular episode of Innovation, there were so many guests of mine from Silence who were talking about their passions. And, you know, I think women in STEM are 
on a back foot because there are so few women in science, technology, engineering and maths. And so when you do find them, they usually are following their passions and it gives them grit and it gives them energy and it gives them motivation to keep going when times get tough. And that ultimately just makes them stronger, braver people. And I think following your passions is so important, whether we're in a minority or not, because in following your passions, you're really getting in line with your own truth. And I think when we are in line with who we truly are, that can really build confidence and self-esteem. It can make you stand strong in your own skin. And so following your passions, it's actually extremely empowering. And so what's not to love, really? So I'm going to leave you with a quote from episode 99, where she really talks about the benefits she's had in following her heart and encourage you to all follow yours too. (laughs) I think I'm very, I'm a very confident woman. Um, And that has taken so many years to get, you know, I'm able to speak up in a meeting full of men that are maybe 20 to 30 years older than me on engineering topics. I am able to put myself out there, do public talks, do keynote speeches, even though I'm a huge introvert, because I have so much passion and love for what I do. Um, I have the job that I dreamed of having as a child, and I achieved that before I even graduated college. And I think just yeah, I'm a very capable, confident woman. And it's it's as a result of everything that I've had to grow from. There's nothing more attractive than a confident person who really knows who she is. Thanks for listening this week. Please do subscribe to this podcast and maybe even rate and review if you can. I'd love to have your feedback about this episode or any others that you've listened to and maybe some suggestions for future topics for this show. It's all about self-discovery and evolution on innovation. So be kind and loving to yourselves and I wish you all a great week.